Hello. I was going to say good afternoon. This has been recorded in the afternoon, but I understand how podcasts work. It's not like you can only listen to them at a similar commensurate time as they're recording. So thank you for downloading this. Let's get stuck into it. Edited highlights of stuff we did on the radio earlier today. Not necessarily today, because I know how podcasts work. Anyway, I never know what kind of show we're going to get when I turn up. I travel in filled with apprehension. You never know what it's going to be like. And then I sit down and then... The messages start, and then I work out what kind of show we're going to have today. So, Bill from Cranham gets in touch on the email on air at time1075.net. Says, Steve, great news about the man getting a pig's heart transplant. Mm, Interesting. He says the only setback is he has to cover himself in ointment every day now. So that's the kind of show we're having, is it? No, 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 that's fine, that's fine. Yep, thank you. We're up and running already. It is a true story, though, isn't it? That someone had a part of a pig thing. You get a part of a pig, a valve or something. I hope you're telling the truth. Otherwise, it's just a load of porkies. We'll have that one, the pie. And then also something about he's the only person who can be called a gammon and genuinely be offended. Something like that. You can send more in if you fancy. And then we'll get stuck into the papers on the way. Emails to onair at time1075.net. I am still dribbling because the dental work, but... Um, which is nice, because ordinarily I'm just dribbling, because I'm not really good at things. But uh, Speaking of the dental work that I've had, Kevin in Hornchurch says, Steve, if dental students practice on sheep's heads, do trainee hairdressers learn shearing? Well, that's, that's good. They, um... Is that what they do? Do dentistry people learn on pigs' heads? <gasps> on sheep's heads? No way. I wondered why my dentist today, she keep calling me referring to me as sheep but i thought that's because she'd found out i'd had the vaccine you know what they're like kevin in hornchurch says steve after four could you dedicate a song to the man who received a pig's heart anything by the stylistics oh sweet mercy sweet man alive on a bike um possibly good afternoon steve how are you i'm doing very well thank you other than the numb face how are you doing i watched that uh, amazing play land on the railway track you see the one that hit the thing yeah, he tried. He crashed onto the railway track, and then the, the, I can't believe how how lucky he was. It's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, yeah, lucky to get away, but also unlucky that your plane got hit by a train. You don't expect that to happen, do you? No, it's something so out of a, a film, you know, when these stuff films. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, if for those who haven't seen it, it's a video of a train, uh, a plane landing on some train tracks. The train hits it. I thought it, it reminded me of You've Been Framed, but a really violent episode. Yeah, it reminds me of the, uh, your favourite actor, Back to the Future 3. We had a wind train rush through, rush through uh, the DeLorean. 1.21 gigawatts. In 1984, Marty, uh, plutonium may be available in every high street store, but in 1955, it's a little bit harder to come by. Yes, Doc. <laughs> a shout-out to uh, Riska. I think that's the Twitter username who sent a message last night. So I did the show, did a podcast, did a little TV thing last night. I don't know, I think it was the last one that they were watching. But anyway, they replied to the podcast saying, you're wasted as a comedian, you have lots to say and are an inspiration. Now that's nice, isn't it? And I replied to them saying, thank you. That is the nicest way that anyone has ever told me to quit being a comedian. And loads of people have said it, especially online. So it just goes to show there are many different ways of doing it and you can do it in a nice way. Steve, you wouldn't believe this. I'm the shame of the operation that bloke having his heart put inside his body. Oh, don't look at it. Well, it's the best place for it, though, isn't it? Yeah, they've actually got the heart in a tray, right? 
And then literally inside his body, the shed inside of his body. Oh, my God. It's all... And this is the pig one, is it? You're having the pig heart. Yeah, yeah, the one in America, yeah. They've got, if you want to believe, they've got about 50 people in the, in the 50 people trying to do the job in there. Well, so they, oh, it's got to do it It must be difficult to get it in there, though. Do you know what I mean? Because from what yeah, I heard, it's a, it's a right little swine. Oh yeah, they've got, oh, oh god, I shattered the tubes. Mm. Oh, I've got the tubes and they're weakening them out inside. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> I hope they uh, they probably listen to it with a, an electrocardiogram, don't they? And listen out for any crackling. Yeah, at least 70 people crackling. in that doing it, doing the job. Yeah. No, that was 20 more than it was a couple of minutes ago. All right. Well, all right. Well, thanks for the update. I'm lost count. Yeah, no, all right. I don't want to ham it up too much. So the question I thought I'd pop to you is. What were you doing in May of 2020? I'll give you the context later. This is very much not how you're meant to do radio phone-ins. You spell out the story and then you ask the question. Well, it seems like doing it the wrong way around is right up my street. So, quick question. What did you get up to in May of 2020? Just for some context, if you find it hard to remember, here's a, a trick. You can look in your phone at any pictures you took in May of 2020. What were you up to? I can tell you what I did. Um, that was when I was driving up north to go and visit my dad and we did those outside visits um, where he, I had to sit there wearing the mask and he he thought, I'm sure, because he didn't understand why I was wearing a mask, so there's a strong chance he thought I was involved in some sort of robbery because he, he still knew me well enough. But what were you up to in May of 2020? In the news today... WhatsApp can now tell you if your friends are talking about you. They've added some sort of notification that will let you know if you're being talked about. What a terrible, terrible idea. No, you don't want to know. It's better to not know, isn't it? But anyway, that headline tells us that WhatsApp will now inform you if you're being spoken about. It's good to know what will start World War III, because for a while we thought it was going to be either a Japan-China thing or maybe something to do with Ukraine. Nope, we now know it's WhatsApp. Good, good, good news for Iran. All right. I did ask, what did you get up to in May of 2020? Hiya, Steve, says Nikki. How are you? I'm doing all right, Steve. Um, went to the dentist earlier on. My face is a little numb on this side. This side just looks like that anyway. Hang on. Um, Nikki says, May 2020, I was working and coming home, worried what I may bring home uh, to Stephen Kiana, but got a new appreciation for our garden. Yeah, it was a difficult time, wasn't it? Because they'd started to give, an, give us some sort of freedoms. I think we were allowed to meet up with one person. And for a terrible moment, I remember thinking, I hope that's not me. Imagine if that one person, but it was one person each. That's all right. Makes it slightly easier, but... Yeah, there were trying times, but you're right. I think we did learn to appreciate the small things in life a little bit. Getting out into the back garden. At the time, I was living in a place that didn't have a back garden. But I did have a basil plant. Um, it's dead now, but anyway. <laughs> As we heard in the news, in the news, the actual news at the top of the hour, BBC Three is to become an actual channel again. Good news. And you can tell it's an actual channel because Nigel Farage is stood next to it trying to film anyone who crosses it. Thank you. Uh, thank you. But what we're actually talking about. Can you remember what you were doing in May of 2020? Emails to onair at time1075.net. Martin says, I seem to remember I was sitting in the park a lot as we had good weather. I think it was all right, yeah. I was doing a lot of lying down in the park. 
and every so often walking off for an ice cream because that way you were socially distanced and all that stuff. Uh, Steve gets in touch. This is uh, Steve from Collier Row and says, Hi, Steve. On the subject of May 2020, please find enclosed picture. Want to have a look at the picture? I hope that's your wife, otherwise you are taking pictures of ladies. Hello. It says, yes, it's a visit to the pitch and putt, uh, putt course over at High Beach in Epping Forest on the 30th of May 2020. As you can see, the weather was fine, and, and uh, as was the hat... Uh, the, well, that was questionable. I don't know. Let's have a look at the hat again. That's oh, a good hat. It's got a whiff of Doctor Who about it. But... Um, having thought now about this day, I assume all rules around COVID were infringed because I can't remember. Seems like 20 years ago. I stand by to be locked up uh, by the evidence in said photo. So be it. I'm in your hands. Be gentle. P.S. I didn't win the match. Okay. Well, no, I believe because you, you, in that picture, you're all socially distanced. You had to try and make fun without going near people. Those were the days. Like some sort of school-based thing, wasn't it? Like, what's the rules of this game? You're not allowed to go anywhere near, right? The floor's lava. You can't go near people, and you've got to try and have fun. Last hour, we were chatting about the breakthrough in medical science. Now they can get pigs inside humans. Obviously, they've always been able to do that. It's called sandwiches. But this is it's better. Smudgerin Dagenham says, Good afternoon, Steve. Well, that is amazing, giving that bloke a pig's heart. Will be interesting when he starts running around on all fours, grunting and squealing and trying to have mud baths. Why is he from the southwest? I'll have to read more about that anyway. Uh, also, when it's dinner time and he starts eating things like rotten apples, corn, soya beans, even bugs. But at least it will be cheap for his wife to keep him. Well, that's good. Uh, I can imagine his wife saying, Since you came out of hospital... This place has become a pigsty. Ting! Put that one in there. Nice. Um, but I was asking, what do, what do you remember doing in May of 2020? Uh, Valerie gets in touch on Facebook and says uh, that May 2020 had just sold my house, but the pandemic closed down the title insurance companies, house inspections, etc. I was supposed to close on my new house, so I was homeless. I had to live in Airbnbs and friends until the new house sale came through, and that wouldn't happen until July. It was the craziest time of my life. I have never appreciated having a home more than I do now. It's amazing the things we learn from that particular spell of existence. May 2020. You can text 85222, start your message with the word time. Here's one from Nick's. Steve, May 2020. I walked more than one hour from my house. I have the photos... Yes, that's interesting. <laughs> hey, that's that's what you did, isn't it? What are you going to do today? Go for a walk. Where? Don't care. What are you going to do after that? Walk back. That's what we went through. Nick H says, In May 2020, I recall going for a walk with my lady wife, and while walking through the local park, we tuttered loudly and shook our heads as we passed a group of people who'd clearly met up and were drinking alcohol from bottles that they brought with them and surely were unaware uh, of the very strict COVID laws in place at the time, or perhaps they just didn't care. And thank you for Some people were asking why was, why was today's phone-in topic, what were you doing in May 2020? It's obvious, isn't it? Um, because May 2020 was... The two things were happening, May 2020. Um, the then Culture Secretary uh, was outlining... The change of plans. Oliver Dowden gave a speech where he was saying that you can meet one person outside your household in an outdoor public place, providing you say two metres away and stand on one leg and then you've got to hop them down and all that. Oh, and the other thing that was happening was that is when 
someone at Downing Street was arranging a lockdown party. Emailing 100 people saying, bring your own booze. Now, in the defence of our fair leaders, I don't believe for one second that Boris Johnson brought his own booze. There'd be a party donor who'd pay for that. But the bigger issue is that while we were all going for walks in parks, having to tut at people, having to visit relatives in care homes, stood on the other side of some big sheet wearing a mask, while we were doing very little and worrying about what we were doing, they were having a party. A party. I mean, I've got to be honest, if you look at all of the parties that the government have been linked to, even if it weren't a pandemic, even I think that's quite a lot of parties. That's more than I ever had in a year before the pando. But I just thought I'd mention it, just for context. Anyway, uh, thanks for your emails, thanks for your texts, thanks for all of that. I think you're on the right side of history. I'm not sure everyone is. Let's read this thing on Twitter about how China believes they've found traces of water on the moon. Meanwhile, all the astronauts who've walked on the moon are probably right now going, Oh, sorry about that. Couldn't be bothered to go back in and use the inside toilet. Didn't take long. What with the vacuum of space and all and all that. But, um. Bill from Cranham says, Steve, I thought I'd look into other animal transplants that have happened. Apparently a man received the heart of a very large cat a few years ago. It was successful, but tragically he died a few months later when he broke his neck trying to lick his own bottom. I don't think that's true. I, I call shenanigans at that, Bill. I think you're pulling my leg. But it did make me think, you know, if, if one were to be imbued with the power of the animal that you've been, you know, that you've got a bit of. So if you were to have the pig, we've talked earlier on that maybe this guy now will be really good at lying around in mud all day. That wouldn't be a power that I'd like. If one were to get a, a transplant from a large cat, I'd like that like a lion i'd like to have the heart of a lion not because it would make me brave but it means as the male of the species i'd lie around all day whilst the woman goes and gets the food um that's just nature don't have a go at me it does pose the question if you were to have an animal body part put inside you don't don't giggle at the back what would it be what animal would you like to have some of the abilities of ted gets in touch and says pigsy Monkey's Back, London Live. I don't know if that's a message for me or a secret message to send to a Russian spy. Don't really understand. Okay. K, is this... I don't know this is from. It's a good guess, though. Um, gills. So you could breathe underwater. That's not a bad shout, is it? Although there's a horrible episode of um, The Twilight Zone. I watched all those growing up as a kid, which explains why I'm so weird. And... In this one, I remember them. I remember loads of them vividly because I couldn't sleep for a week after each episode. And there was one on each week, so no wonder I looked tired. But in this episode of The Twilight Zone, there was this doctor who'd got like some incurable disease, and he was working on these nanobots to repair humans. So he they weren't ready. They weren't ready to human trials. But he was desperate, so he injected them in himself, and they fixed him. Brilliant. But then, because it's not going to end there, that wouldn't be a Twilight Zone, would it? these nanobots things start repairing things that aren't wrong with him so like he woke up and then he, he found out he didn't need glasses anymore and he was really strong and fit and everything then there was one where i think he got a headache then the next day these nanobots had built eyes on the back of his head because they'd worked out he'd be improved if he had eyes back there <gasps> and then he was testing his physical abilities holding his breath underwater for a long while next day he woke up it's got gills on his neck 
It's got them going on. Then there was this, oh, I think, was it something like, well, his assistant touched him and got a sting because he'd grown these nematocysts like um, jellyfish have. Anyway, spoiler alert, you're never going to watch it because I'll tell you the ending. Uh, he can't take it anymore. He can't work out how to get the nanobots out of him. So he burns down the whole lab and him inside. But during the episode, he'd also been with his uh, missus. And afterwards, turns out she's pregnant and the baby's more advanced than it should be. <gasps> So, careful what you wish for with that one with the gills. Um, what animal thing would you like being implanted into you? What we've got going on here? Uh, Kevin in Hornchurch says, Steve, I did ask a local butcher, butcher once if he had a sheep's head. He replied, no, it's just the way I've combed my hair. We're doing that joke, are we, today? Um, uh, th- should we put you down already for the one about frog's legs, the waiter? Ted in Elm Park says, how about a retractable tongue? Is your... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but is your tongue not retac- retractable right now? Do you walk around looking like you're trying to lick an envelope all the time? Because mine goes back in. But is that not what you mean? How about a retractable tongue, razor sharp? Oh, I see. So I could pick my food up where, without a fork in sight. Big lizard or small, something like that. One of those. You catch flies as well, can you? Uh, Smudger gets in touch and says, Hi, Steve. Well, I would like to have the mouth of a Nile crocodile. I'm a big fan of his work. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Nile Rogers. Um, because it has an incredible bite, something like 5,000 PSI. Just think what you could do with that. Well, you could bite stuff, can you? Um, <laughs> Boris and his cronies come to mind. Take a bite out of them, I see. And then also, thank you very much for getting in touch. You can email on air at time1075.net. Dell says, I'd have a transplant from a domestic house cat so that loads of single women would like me and not mind if I wee in the kitchen. All right, well. So that was the podcast. Thank you very much for downloading it. Uh, See me on social media, why don't you? Or in real life, but if I'm not expecting it, I'll be terrified and run away. But you might outrun me. Uh, uh, No, let's keep it to social media. Track me down at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until the next podcast, bye.